Well, what's going on, race fans of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Dirt Podcast. Wherever you find your favorite podcast, once again, I am the host of the podcast, the Talking Dirt Podcast. Mr. Ryan Williams joining me tonight uh, in a little bit of a, uh, I guess we're, we're a little heated for time here. We're a day late and about a dollar and a half short right now, but Mr. Matt Pridgen is joining the show once again, the co-host of the Talking Dirt Podcast comes to us all the way out of Marion, South Carolina. Mr. Matt Bridges, welcome to the show once again. Uh, how are we doing this week, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Week's flying by. It's almost the weekend. Shoot. Can't complain about it right now. You are absolutely right. The week is absolutely flying by. But man, it has been too. It's been too dang hot this week. It has been too hey. dang hot, man. The, I can't complain about that neither because that the you shop work I work inside. in. Well, the shop. Tea. Well, I've worked. All of my jobs have been inside, but they all been hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but this job I got now is got a huge wow. AC unit in a small little room, so it stays wow. cold in there. Well, um, I guess I on the contrary, I guess on the contrary, us <laughs> us who uh us who work out in this heat all day, we're having a tough time this week. I think it it peaked at ninety freaking seven today, and I'm. I need to start a petition to have air conditioning in the UPS trucks. Yeah, good luck with go that. On strike or something. We're gonna. I was about to say we're gonna have to go on strike for that to happen, but I still don't see it happening. Even if we go on strike, but um, still, I mean, dude, I love my job. Okay, I, I, let me get that out yeah, of the way. I, I know. Absolutely love my job. Uh, but summertime, summertime blues are a real thing. Is a as a uh, a delivery boy. Um, you tell me down blues when when you go yeah. out there and it's real real hot. It real right. right. You get right. a little, you get extra sweaty. You get extra tired. Right. That's why I, dude, I'm running on freaking fumes right now. I'm not even gonna lie to you for this this episode of the podcast. And then we've got a, a broadcast coming up as soon as we wrap this podcast. Got to jump right into a broadcast for uh, for Talking Dirt TV. If you guys haven't checked that out yet, go over to uh, your YouTube. Your uh, most of you should already be following me on Facebook.com forward slash Talking Dirt. But go over uh, to the YouTube uh, Talking Dirt TV on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, stay tuned for uh, a lot of cool stuff coming to it. Uh, actually, breaking news for Talking Dirt TV, Season 3 of the Southern Outlaw Auto Racing Association will be broadcasted once again on TDTV. And this time, Matt, they just announced it. They're going dirt racing. What? 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 Soar is, uh, they're halfway going dirt racing. They're going to do, um, I think they're doing a 12, a 12-week season again. Six races on asphalt, six races on dirt. So uh, when they go to dirt, are are they going to be on the asphalt street stocks no. or the dirt street stocks? They're going to be on the dirt street stocks. They're going to okay. keep it legit. Um, like I was talking to Reed, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I wish I could, but um, it, it, you just on a fixed setup, it just doesn't work, right? Um, because of the you know the way that the asphalt street stocks are, it just doesn't work on a on a fixed setup. Some somebody's well, not going to be able to figure I mean, it out. It works." But it's very difficult. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it is easier just to go ahead and it'd be well, better it's, racing. It's like when people used to run, uh, like, the NASCAR cars on dirt before that really became, like, with Bristol and all, before that uh, came right. a thing. And people running the trucks on other dirt tracks besides Knoxville and Eldora that have setups for it. That kind of stuff. But, yeah, the, the series is back on TDTV, which is pretty cool. Um and uh, we're going to be covering them, I believe, starting two Tuesdays from now. So, uh, obviously, DOB 360s, that runs until next week on the channel. 
Um, and then following that, we'll be picking right back up with the uh, Southern Outlaw Auto Racing Association for their season three. Now, Matt, we're going to do something different on the show here. We don't talk a lot of mainstream racing news uh, usually, but I, I've, I've been doing a little digging. And uh, breaking news just announced that. Thank you, darling. Drum roll. Yeah, big drum roll as I'm being delivered dinner. Um, Tanner English, World of Outlaws Tour driver with multiple wins on the season, up there in points towards the top, uh, will mutually uh, has decided he and his motorsports team, Riggs Motorsports, who is Jason Riggs, who drives an 81 car, uh, one of the best looking cars at um at Eldora last week. I thought the uh it was a it was a silver trim military inspired wrap. Um, but Riggs Motorsports and Tanner English have mutually decided that they will part ways at the end of the 2022 season. Um, they this this crew has had what? Oh man, they've been together for three years. They were the uh, the rookie of the year with the uh, Lucas Old Dirt Lake Model Series in I think 2020. Um, oh gosh. I remember they had some excellent battles with Bobby Pierce on the on the Hell Tour, um, and and like this post I'm I'm reading it now uh, from 357's World of Dirt. So shout out to them. Uh, they were currently sitting second in points with the World of Outlaws uh, late model team or late model series, excuse me. So yeah, um, so good luck to Tanner English moving forward. I wonder where he's gonna land because uh, a, a young a young guy, um, semi new father to the world as well. Um, I wonder where Tanner's going to land a lot of potential uh, that that young man has. So, really? I mean, don't um, forget, he's he's still got his own, his own he does, ride. Yeah. So. He does. And and I'm expecting he might be doing something similar to what uh, to Bishop decided to do this this next year. Because remember, Bishop decided to go uh, back to his family team. So, it may, right. it may be similar to that idea, you know? Could be. It absolutely could be. So, yeah, best of luck to Tanner English. Uh, some other stuff. Um, obviously, uh, this kind of bleeds into results, but that uh, XR Super Series was back in action. They were at Kokomo. And that, uh, how about this, Matt? Jonathan Davenport got outdone uh, oh, yeah. just the other night. Tim Mc- Timmy McCready, absolutely on a rail. Remember, we did a we did a broadcast from Kokomo just the other night, and uh, right. then we got to see some IRL racing at Kokomo with the super late models. So McCready wins that one. Davenport, Madden, um, believe Ricky Thornton Jr. and Dennis Herb Jr. rounded out the um, rounded out that top five there. Yeah, he hadn't had a season this year like he did last year, but I mean, this this is a big win for him this year, though. Absolutely right. Let's see here. A couple of other things that I, I was seeing on Facebook not too long ago, Matt. Have you seen this? There are already, what, like 120 entries for this year's Gateway Dirt Nationals? Yeah, they, um, I think it, the registration filled up first day, I think. I think I, Pretty, that's what I heard. Yeah. What I'm about to, I'm about to go look it up real quick so that we can see this. Um, I wonder if Landon's going back. I remember he went last see. year. Yeah. All right. So, so real quick on, on the show here, and this is, this is credit to, um, to the Gateway Dirt Nationals Castro sponsored, um, they they released their registered driver list so far, and uh, a couple of a couple of the names here that, that we might know down here in the southeast. Um, let's see, there's an Austin Horton. Uh, I, I read that as Austin Holcomb the first time I read it, and I was like, what? But no, not mm. Austin Holcomb. 
Austin Horton, know that name. Let's see here. Who else we got? Obviously, Bobby Pierce will be there. Brandon Shepard will be there in the B5. Uh, no Brandon Overton, which I, I don't think he's run that one. Uh, no. So, he's never run that race. I think so he I, likes his cars too much. <laughs> he likes the body on his race car a little too much. I'll see. NASCAR Camping World Truck Series uh, competitor Carson Hosevar will be there. Uh, let's see who else. Chris Carpenter. A bunch of Carpenters going to be in this list, so don't feel left out. Uh, uh, Chris and Chad Simpson. Uh, going to be nice to see them racing with each other once again. Let's see who else we got here. We got a Colton Collins. Not sure if he's uh, related to Kenny or not, but Kenny Collins down here in this list as well. Let's see who else we got here. Matt, uh, Dylan Knowles, uh, good looking yeah. name out of the Southeast. Freddie Carpenter going to be there. Garrett Alberson, Gordy Gundaker. Let's see who else we got in here. Hudson O'Neill well, will be there. The Gundakers, their dad's the one that puts that race yes. on, ain't he? Yes, okay. yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, you kind of had to figure they'd be there. Well, obviously, they're going to be. I'm just reading the list here, Matt. <laughs> Let's see who else we got here. Jason Fager in the 25 will be there. Jason Hyatt. Who is actually? He came to fame out of uh, some Hunt the Front videos. He uh, drives the Capital Racing uh, one of the one of the, I don't know if it's the house car anymore, but he was in one of those like high profile Capital cars a couple of years ago. Well, he it was, was like uh, eighty three or something like that. That's that's who they went and followed along with Talladega when they didn't take. Yeah, the yeah, car. that's that's what okay, it was. Yeah yeah, 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 that was him. him. I got you. Um, okay, he was the guy at Talladega from that video. Let's see, Jason Welshin out of Tennessee will be there. Um, let's see who, what other names that we might know here. Jody Knowles, obviously. Uh -huh. Um, let's see Jordan there's Barber, Josh Knowles there. There's all of them. Yeah, I was about to say there's a bunch of Knowles. I'll say a bunch of Justins here. Here's Kenny Collins on the list. Uh, Kyle Weiser, La Lance, La what? Lance Brasington, a driver out really? of Lexington. Yeah, Lance Brasington, who uh, wow. runs uh, regionally with the Steel Block Bandits, gonna go try his luck. Not sure if he's going to pull out a super. And then right below Lance is obviously landed Zachalowski, who uh, we both know pretty good, yeah. pretty good young man there. Mario, I, he almost, I, I feel like he could have, he got a little messed up there in the heat race, but he, he almost transferred to the future out. The yeah. Heat. Back in December. Awesome. I thought he, I really thought he should have, especially with a limited motor in that car. Oh, yeah. I well, really, man, I thought he had a 525. It may have been. Well, okay. Uh, you're right. A 525 is not a limited motor. But it's in the same. It's in Closer the same. Closer than a six hundred four. Right. I, well, yeah, of course. But I still wouldn't consider. I wouldn't put a five twenty five no. above a limited as compared to a super. No. I would most most likely. Uh, now it depends on what five twenty five. There's one specific five twenty five motor out there that I would, I would put up against uh, a limited motor. What's that? You know which one I'm talking about. You're familiar with it. I'm not. Yes, you are. Come on now. I don't think I am. Do do tell, sir. Do tell. The one banjo head. That was a bad mamma jamma. It was a bad mamma jamma, but in the dyno, it pushed what a 525 is supposed to push. It wasn't. That motor wasn't anything look, too look, special. Look, I promise. Look, I saw. I was there one night. Banjo brought the car. And he came. He started somewhere in mid pack, but he drove up and he, he moved up to second. And he was running old boy Dustin Mitchell down. If that if if that race had been five laps longer, Banjo would have won that. Dustin Mitchell. Dustin Mitchell. Dustin Mitchell. It was Dustin Dustin Mitchell. Yeah, Dustin Mitchell won. Banjo finished second. What was this? 
will he finish third? This well, this was obviously before he got the super. Well, yeah, but when not, was not, this? not too long before. I want to say, I want to say, might have. I don't know if it, it could have been last year. No, it definitely wasn't last year. Are you talking it had about to have when, been last year? No, no. This, yeah, it was because. Yeah, it was because he had already sold his. Um, I don't know if he sold his sports well, or not yet. I know he Gus, was in the Longhorn. Well, the only big race that he ran that he didn't win in the Longhorn at Sumter. Um, actually, this he won all when Lakeview. he had the 525. Oh, this is at Lakeview. Yeah, I okay, said that. yeah. My, I thought you said Sumter, you goose. <laughs> oh, no, okay, Lakeview. yes, I know, what you're ta- I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about now, yeah. He was yeah. running Dustin Mitchell down that night. Yeah, that was a fuel race. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fuel race. I yeah, it, it was a fuel race. About them, man. I had cam- yeah, I had cameras there that night. I, I know what you're talking about now that you say it was Lakeview. Yes, you are correct. So back to this list here. Uh, Mario Gresham, Mark <laughs> Whitener going to be there. Uh, let's see who else we might know here. Uh, a couple of up north names. There's a Nathan Carpenter. Let's see, a uh, Rachel Carpenter. I'm not. I don't. I'm not familiar with her oh. or him. That might. I don't, you never know that nowadays. Uh, Ricky Thornton Whatever Jr. on the list. <laughs> Whatever. There's a there's a cool name in here. Rocket Bennett. I love that. Rocket. Yeah. What That's what kind of chassis? Name. Imagine it being a long way. It's a long horn, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. A couple of Rusties. You got a Rusty Schlink in there. Ryan Montgomery, Ryan Wilson, Ryan Unziger. Uh, say Scott Bloomquist going back. Uh, there's a funny one. I have. Scott, C-I-M-F-L. I've never seen that last name, but that's a pretty good one. Let's uh, hope Shannon Scott Bloomquist Kapp. can keep it off the inside wall for at least the first How lap. <laughs> Scott Bloomquist had a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good weekend last weekend racing with oh, the yeah. uh, Southern All Stars at um uh, and he, I think it was at East Alabama if I'm not mistaken. Hey, he does do good with the the Southern or Southern All Star. He does do good with the um XR series. I have noticed that. Well, no, this was Southern All Star. This was last weekend at, in Alabama. Oh, yeah, um, it was Southern All Stars. Okay. Yeah, it was Southern All Stars. This was last weekend in Alabama. Um. But back to this list real quick here. Tanner Collins will be there. Uh, Tanner English has signed up. Um, and I guess he will still be in that 81 car for this event. I'm not 100% sure. Hey, they Couple said they're others. separating after this year. so Exactly. So I'm thinking he'll still be in it. Trevor Gundaker's in this list. Tyler Carpenter. Tyler Erb. Will Harrington. And it ends with uh, Zach Bowlers. Not sure who that is uh, off the top Name of my head. sounds familiar. I'm not, I, I don't know him, man, but... But anyways, that that's a list, uh, just a short list of what's going on uh, so far at Gateway. Cannot wait to watch. Who's that, that second one. last name you called out? Uh, uh, Will Harrington. Okay, yeah, 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 that'll be cool. That will be cool. Will Harrington, a young like, man out I of like him. the southeast here. So yeah, good to see Will Harrington doing some big things. Um, Matt, we had a little bit of local racing close to us um, this past week, I believe. Lakeview had a two-day show. They had... They did? What What was that one called? It was the Pop-Han. Was it man the Man on, on the moon. moon? Yeah, the yeah. Man on the Moon that they do every single season. And um, like you were open telling me, it's the first time that you have place. ever seen uh, UMPs at Lakeview, right? I, I watched it on Racing America. I didn't see it in person. I didn't go. Well, comparing it to the normal I did 602. Watch comparing I did it to the normal 602 yeah. class, was it any different? Well, from what I saw, there was a lot of wrecks. Oh, <laughs> really? So many, they couldn't get a lap in. And I, I ain't trying to, be, but that's just 
that's just how it was, man. I, they couldn't get a lap in. Well, of course, um, that was I, the uh, Renegades of Dirt. My boy, my boy, Big Jim Manka races in that one. So yeah, shout out they, to Jim um, there. What's up? I looked at their lap times. They're not as fast as I thought they would be. Right. I I thought they'd be up there with at least like, uh, like how not necessarily as fast as Dustin Mitchell, but maybe like a say. I think they. I think Dustin runs like low sixteens, right? All right. Um. I have, I have been in the high sixteens unofficially. Officially, I've been low seventeens, and they uh, UMPs, which is pretty much a, a super motor, just not quite as much, but basically one. Uh, right. They were turning, they were turning low eighteens. I, w- I was really surprised about that. Really, I mean, I know they're on that narrow tire, but I figured with the motor, it. They'd be faster, well, but well, they are they're on pretty much Tower Cities, aren't they? On H sixties and something like that. I don't, I, I don't know what tire they run. I, I no, shoot, I don't either. I'm not big into uh into UMP racing. I, I but I, like, I do. I love modifieds. I like modifieds. I do. I love it, watching modifieds. I'm they're so be good, honest, man. If it if it's got four tires and a big <laughs> and motor t- in it. And turns I, I left, I'm in it, boy. I love it. If it I, turns right to go left, there you go. If it turns right to go, what about front wheel drives? They, be they turn left to go left sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you're right. Sometimes, but uh, that UMP it, feature well, that you were just talking about, yeah. Um, Austin Holcomb ended up winning that thing. Um, and Austin's done a lot of winning here in the southeast. So, uh, congrats to him on that one. Let's see, you had Ooh, John Demoss heard, finishing second. What's up? I heard someone say that he was. Saturday night, I think someone said he was up top. It might have been Friday night. I I can't remember, but they said he was on top the whole race and couldn't nobody touch him up there. I but believe like, it. That- I, I didn't watch it Friday night after, like, what, the fifth caution? I got mm-hmm. tired of watching that. I ain't going to lie. But, but, yeah, they said he ran the top all night and nobody could touch him. I, bu- I believe it because it, as much crap as people talk about the track, the, the top at Lakeview, since they've, like, Redone the redo. It's, it's, getting, it's getting there. It 100% getting there. I'm ready to go back there, to be honest with you. It it looks fun. Because you'll be going in up top, and you just snatch it down going into the corner. Yep. Hey, oh, man. Yeah, dude. Lakeview Lake looks, looks a lot more fun than it used to be. I, I'll, I'll admit last, that. Last time I was there, I, I recorded a few of the late models going into turn three. And, man, those videos came out awesome. I, I got to send mm-hmm. you a couple. Do that. But yeah, um, speaking of Lakeview, as I just told you guys, Austin Holcomb wins, John DeMoss second, uh, a Jason Floyd third, but I don't think that's the Jason Floyd that we know. Nah, um, I, I don't think so. And that was your UMP top three, uh, 602 late models, which, I mean, I guess I kind of understand them running 602s, but I kind of don't being I that don't it was supposed it. to be an open wheel show. Yeah. Um, they had 13 of them show up. Donovan Jackson wins, Dean Bowen second. And my boy Austin Mintz finishes third, and I think T. Wayne finished fourth as well. So shout out to Terry and Austin. Uh, Carolina Sprint Tour, 12 cars take a green flag. Jeff Oliver wins over Jacob McClain and Kale Cozard. Now, this is from Saturday night. They also did some racing Friday night. I'll talk about that in just a second. Bell and Bell's only run one feature. Jeremy Cumbie wins that one over Michael uh, Michael Fullwood. 
I believe that said Marlowe. Yeah, Mike Marlowe finishes third there. Uh, 602 mod main event. Let's see. Buck Stevens wins it over Dustin Watkins and Austin Holcomb, your top three. Excuse me, they do run two uh, mains for the Bell and Bells. Dean Cumbie wins the second one over Mark Brown, your top two. You now, probably just read like six different winners for Bell and Bells. <laughs> I, I, if, I, if I looked at their sheet, there would be six different winners. That's... That's what they do. Bell and Bell is they, the they, ones... they run multiple classes in one race. So in one race, you're looking yeah. at one race and there's like two different classes or three no, two or three. Yeah. yeah. And back when I was doing interviews at Lakeview, they wanted me to interview every single different winner. And I told the dude, I said, Hey man, I talked to him up top. We don't have time for that. I'll do the on track winner. And that's it. Unfortunately, and he got really mad at me. Yeah. But it but is the, what it the is. Thing it is I love that class though because those guys they're not out there for the money. They're they're doing it to have fun. And those things those those cars they got are pretty bad, son. Right. Uh, there's one car out there that's I know's got a um I ain't gonna say all that. Hey man, that, there's some cars out there that have a heck of a motor in them. Yeah, we'll just and say I that. know I know the car you're talking about. I'm not gonna blast him. Um, blasting for everybody here, but I do know the car you're talking about, and it has a meaty motor in it. Yeah, I'll tell you that. So, going back to Friday night here, I want to say Andrew Durham wins the street stock race, which pretty cool story. Uh, shout out to Andrew Durham, uh, really cool, cool guy. Uh, races uh, 602 mods, has for a while, and uh, did some 602 late model racing. And he has now started decided to start building street stocks, and Built him a personal car, and this thing looks amazing. It looks like, um, it looks like he took a bit of uh, a bit of inspiration from like a, a statement type or a Johnny Rocket type. Uh, with the, you know how they all have those pretty uniform front ends. Um, right. Well, it's kind of weird because statements sometimes they make them a little more snub nosed looking. Like they they have shorter. The, the noses and all are, look shorter somehow on, on statement cars. I don't understand it. Um, but but uh, and, Andrew built himself a street stock car, and that thing flew. And he waxed the field at Lakeview, uh, beat Austin Rodonis um, by about a half second. So Austin pulled it in at the end there. Austin finishes second. I want to say Daryl Moran finished third, Matt, maybe? Yeah. Um, what race monitor shows is uh, Daryl cutting an extra lap after but I'm pretty sure he finished third, Dabs fourth, and uh, Michael Butler, um, or actually, uh, yeah, Dabs fourth, Michael Butler fifth, and uh, we had a couple other guys that we that we know that were racing on that one as well, but I believe UMP Mods ran a feature on Friday night as well. Jordan Taylor won that one over John DeMoss, David Taylor, your top three big Jim Manko finishes fourth, so congrats to him on that good run. Uh, Stock V8s and match your boy uh, Rocky Gasway got beaten for like the first time ever, I think. Now, I'm not, I don't know uh, this feeling. Do you know what's. Well, I, I'm, I was making a joke, but do you know. <laughs> who is this Scott Lewis? I'm not familiar with that name. Scott Lewis, he, he's raced there for for um, for a good while. Um, I want to say he started, if not. He pro I think he started around the same time I did out there. Right. I can't remember. I, honestly, it might have been later. Uh, 
but he's he's raced out there for a while. Um, he's done. Used to be called what was it? <sighs> was bombers. Oh, okay, in, yeah. You raced in that class for did a Lake while. Got, to, I know Stumper did. Did Lakeview with the bombers? Did they run like a bomber six class, or was it uh, a V eight nah, bomber it class? Is a V eight? Stumper used yeah. to run a, a bomber six class, and I really wanted to bring it back. Uh, like right, a, so a, you, a V6 class? What's up? Do you know Andrew Register? Yeah. Okay, that that Camaro he's got? Yeah. That's pretty much what a bomber was at Lakeview. So just stock rules, basically? Yeah. Because that's, um, that's, a, that's a stock V8 stock V8 car, what Andrew's got. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, that's, that's a real stock V8. That is 100% stock body everything. I told him to bring it to something. I want to see that car, uh, although he might... I don't know. You never know. The, the, we saw one Lakeview Stock V8 come out and absolutely wax the field at Sumter, so you never know. Um, but, um, yeah, Andrew's car is nice, man. Shout out to Andrew Register. Andrew's Register Racing. It's a good, a good buddy of mine, and uh, good to see him finally getting out of a four-cylinder car. Welcome to the real world, kid. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, Rocky finished second. Old Jaden Locklear finishes in the third spot in that one. Good car count, it looks like, at Lakeview, too. Um for all of their endeavors on Friday and Saturday night, Derek Kemper uh, won the SCDRA main event. Let's see here. Got a bunch of data unavailables. Looks like uh, Trent Herring, Colin Brown, your top three. Then I heard a little drama come out of that race, but I'm, I'm honestly not too sure what it was about. But um, I, I haven't heard Dalton, anything about it. Dalton Hodge had some issues. He was driving a rental car, basically driving um, Cameron Bosworth's number thirty-five. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he 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 broke something on it. Don't remember what it was, but that's why you don't don't hear a shout out for Dalton in this episode. Oh, I just had to chew that up real quick. So moving on from that, Matt had a, some other stuff go on here this past weekend up at Carolina Speedway. Um, it was the, the annual BAM Street Stock and Thunder Bomber 5K to win. They split. Used to be 10K for Street Stocks. And now, um, I guess popularity of the event kind of went down with the Street Stock stuff. Um, and they, they started losing a little bit of, of car count. So they juiced it back up, put 5K of it into Street Stocks, 5K of it into Thunder Bombers, which I really I, I like that idea. Now... The reason, say, a lot of a lot of your Crusa cars and some other stuff didn't go race it. Um, if you guys look at who was there, there was, I don't know, 25, 26 street stocks or so. The reason a lot of those um, freight racing cars didn't go in and race, or even some of the Mideast cars, is because the rules package they're racing by was the BAM street stocks. And with the uh, the BAM street stocks... You know, the, the biggest thing was you can run a four-barrel carburetor on a, a, ju- a juicy built motor, right? Which is why you were seeing a lot of guys out there in what at other classes or at other tracks are considered renegade cars. Like I know Timbo had his renegade car up there. I want to say, oh gosh, I, w- I want to say Brady Baker had his car up there too at Carolina. And th- those are renegade cars at Lancaster and they're up there racing with street stocks in Carolina for 5K. So the the rules packages is the big reason that you weren't seeing uh your your guys with 602s in the cars and i mean even even like banjo he was wanting to go but you know the the rules the rules are what they were and those guys kind of had an advantage 
on uh, on the competition there. But Street Stock main event, and how about it, Matt? Ronnie Mosley wins big $5,000. Brandon White second. Timbo finishes in the third spot for that one. So Ronnie picks up a big five grand payday up at Carolina. Rod Tucker goes on to win the Thunder Bomber main. Jonathan Henson would finish second, but would be disqualified rear end of the car. Did not check the specifications, moving Benji Knight and Madison Hoots into the top three for that one. So, hot rod. Uh, Matt, I'm going to change my top ten ranking and put Rod Tucker in there somewhere because he wins everywhere he goes. I don't care if he's a late model driver or a Thunder Bomber driver. You put that boy in whatever, and he wins wherever he's at. Yeah, I mean, I heard you say his name literally every Every week. (laughs) Every week. Him and Benji. Him and Benji. Yeah, when it comes to Thunder Bombers, wherever they're at, him and Benji. And then, you know, you got your, your mainstay street stock guys, your, your Daryl Moran at Lakeview, or even, you know, Michael Butler, when he's hitting on all cylinders, Yeah, Hank um, Taylor. Yeah, Hank Taylor's been big, still hadn't really seen a, um, any movement out of Hank Taylor since his split from, um, the outlaws that happened, oh gosh, about a month and a half ago. And it's, uh, the timing was terrible. Um, I don't know if we even broke this story. But the timing was terrible because Hank had just taken the uh, the points lead for the Ultimate Street Stock Challenge. Oh yeah. Um, at the weekend before at Talladega, so Hank went all the way to Talladega to race, come back, and then they make the mutual decision to part ways. He and the uh, the Outlaw Racing Group, um, who now have both their kids, um, Seth and uh, Caden, in in a car. Those two kids have a world of potential. So uh, best of luck to them as uh, as time moves on. But, um, yeah, not sure what's going on with Hank there. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of guys that if we just, if you and I, which we need, we really need to do this, just sat down and compiled, like, the top rate, non-late model racers in the state, I think, I really think we need to do that and release it so that we can be like everybody else that has an opinion out there. Look, I don't know because I only know the ones around here. Okay, I'll help you with everybody else then because like I, I mean I, I know about some of the people like I've seen at like Cherokee, Modoc, Charlotte, right. you, know, you know, some other big tracks, friendship. Um so I mean I've seen there there's a, a few of them that I recognize no matter what track I go to. So right. I just I just don't usually if I'm at the track <laughs> or if I'm racing, I'm at the trailer working or I go watch the track for a little bit. Not, I don't really watch much racing. Right. So I don't see where these guys are finishing and stuff. And uh, I mean, I, I understand that because when you go, like you just said, you are usually uh, trying to but get I the do, car ready. I do recognize a, a few of them. Right. So with that being said, let's turn our attention a little bit here in the program, Matt, and uh, talk a little bit of limited late model racing. Of course, mm-hmm. a big, big event last weekend up at With Raceway and with Virginia with the Steel Block Bandits. Um, very, very good race up there, I've heard. Um, and at the end of the day, Dustin Mitchell took home, I believe, his, what, fifth win of the season, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, the series. I oh, want to say the series. With, with the, the series. With the series. Uh, yes, with the series. I'm pretty sure it's his fifth win of the season. Actually, let me look on this right here and see. Let's see. So week one at Halifax was Dustin Mitchell. Uh, He then won at Sumter. Then Cameron Weaver won at Smoky Mountain. 
So make it three for Dustin when he won at Carolina on a Friday night. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Number four came at Lakeview on August 27th. And yeah, number five at with the other winners on the series were uh, Tyler Bell at Volunteer, or Tyler Bear, excuse me, at Volunteer, Willie Milliken at Halifax, uh, Justin Mitchell, or Dustin, dang, Justin Williams at Natural Bridge, <laughs> Michael Rouse at, at Dixieland, let's see here, and Cameron Weaver at Smoky Mountain earlier on in the season. So that was a, a big night for, uh, for the Steel Blocks up at With Raceway, their first visit to the track. Let's see, Willie finished second, Tyler Blackwell finished third, and uh, the the race for the points championship, the gap grew a little bit as Tyler Bear finished down in the sixth spot. Lots of good pictures uh, and all have been posted to the Steel Block page. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to Mr. Eddie Pollard, who does a great job with all that. Speaking of Steel Blocks. What's that? We finally figure out who uh, cash money's going to. We did. We did. And I was just about to get into it. Uh, just announced the other day, the Cash Money 100 originally, um, way back when scheduled for Cherokee, was moved to uh, North Wilkesboro Speedway whenever that uh, event was announced originally. When the event was canceled, uh, Eddie and crew had to go back to work to figure out where they were going to go, and they have decided that the, oh gosh now, what will this be, the 11th Cash Money 100? Something like that. They've been doing it for years. But this year's Cash Money 100 will be held at the Fayetteville Speedway, which is honestly, Matt, a fantastic decision and a great place for this race to be held with just the the amount of limited late models in that immediate area. Oh yeah, man. That I, dude, I like Fayetteville so much. I think that's, I love that's going to be a good race. And it it oh hundred percent it will be. Now here's the thing with Fayetteville is sometimes the track is as multi-lane as it gets, but then sometimes it's locked down. So it's going to be interesting to see, well, you know, what the, what the makeup is that night. The only time I've seen that track in this new configuration they got. Right. We were three wide racing, like, for entire laps. My dad uh, was telling me that there was someone to my outside. I didn't personally see him through the corners. My dad said I had a guy to my outside and I had a guy on my inside for like two complete laps. Hmm. Interesting. He might have been exaggerating. I don't know. That's just what he told me. Right. Well, hey, I, you never know. When did you get a when did you get a fit? Well, that was recently, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was this yeah, year. Yeah, that was that was this year. Yeah. Right. That's when my uh power steering belt broke. I was that's, I started, that's right. That's I started sixteenth, right? right? I started that was dead last. I was up to I wanna say eleventh. And we right. were like twelve laps in. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, I was I, that was upsetting, man. I was having yeah, a good I race. believe it. And remember, you had those truck problems before you even got there. Yeah, I blew my motor on the way. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, what's the I latest did. truck update in Matt Bridges' life? <sighs> I got a coal pack out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Got a coal pack out. So, and I'm man. having a problem. <laughs> having a problem with my fuse. I have to get it Gosh. wire something up so it doesn't melt my box. Mm-hmm. So Well, uh good luck with that. I hope you're able to figure it out here in uh the near future. Now in other racing news, Carolina Clash Super Late Model Series was in action uh last weekend at uh County Line Raceway up in Elm City, North Carolina. 
And uh, a guy that we, we talked about a lot through like the summer months and then kind of quieted down here. He's back at the top. Michael Rouse wins with the Carolina clash hey. at uh, at County line. Shout out. Big shout out. Can't beat Michael Rouse at County line. You, re- you really can't. Uh, yeah, County I'm, line, I'm pretty Tri- sure he's County. won every big race there this year. Um, Dixieland, he's really good there. He's really good at Fayetteville, which I'm excited for the Cash Money 100 because I think he's that Michael Rouse has a, too. has a real shot there. Yeah, he just doesn't come to Lakeview enough, you know? Yeah. Just doesn't. I think he's come once this year or twice. I don't know. I remember he was there that night I was, and he uh, ended up beating Sean Harrell. Right. For the win. But he just doesn't quite come uh, enough to – um to really solidify himself as the, you know, the big dog at Lakeview, although he really very easily could. Let's see here. So Blue Ridge, unfortunately, had a race cancel out. I'm just checking their Dirt on Dirt results to see if there was anything new that popped up, which I do not see anything um, See anything new. So back to some uh, Steel Block Bandit talk here really quick, Matt. Dustin Mitchell sits at 501 points on the season, uh, currently ahead of Tyler Bear, who is at 485. So those two still relatively close. But uh, through the rest of the top 10, man, you could, these guys all within, you know, 50, 50 points of each other. Still a very tight, tight points race with the Steel Block Bandits, their next event on October 1st. So here in just a couple of, uh, just a couple of weeks, that one will be, where's that at? That's at Beckley Motorsports Park up in Beckley, West Virginia. And then their um, current race for the Rookie of the Year, Derek Rankin, uh, just outdoing Cody Wright and Lance Brazington. So, yeah, big shout-out to everybody involved with the uh, with the Steel Block Bandit Dirt Lake Model Challenge, uh, one of my favorite series. That series um, is doing big things, man. It really, it's, it's really putting uh, limited late model racing on the map. It, yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it... Eddie's doing a great job at at, uh, at their social media part. Um, yeah, that's one of those Good segue, series. Just saying. What's up? Good segue. Good segue. Yeah. Like scooter. You remember? Do you remember segways, Matt? Are you old enough for segways? Not the one. About? Not the ones that the kids. You remember Paul Paul Blart Mall? Yeah, 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 yeah. Segway. Yeah, that's what a Segway one, is. But... You know, you've never wrote. Anyways. One. No. Anyways. Whatever. We, I, I don't know. We might have to cut that out. No, we do not cut anything out here. Unscripted podcast. Uh, and you guys get to hear everything that Matt and I talk about. Even um, your notifications. Yeah, even my <laughs> notifications. I just got a text message. Um, so we'll shout out the birthday boy, Taylor Gettings, Tater. Uh, happy birthday to Mr. Tater. The old man's getting older. Uh, big happy birthday to my, my buddy Tater. Um, now, Matt, I want to do a little bit of Provo in here as we're... Uh, Getting close to the to the end of the show tonight. A little bit of a promo. Um, so Wicked Fabrication has gone back into business um, as chassis builders, as setup, as you know, he's been putting a lot of bodies on the cars. So uh, drivers, race fans that know drivers, whatever. If you guys need some uh, work, some updates, a new body, um, a new car, even for racing going into next year. Uh, get in touch with with Banjo, or heck, even me, and I'll get you in touch with Banjo. But get in touch with us as he is open Wicked Fabrication back up full time. 
So David is now full-time in the racing industry and uh, he will be glad to help out anybody that, uh, that is in need of his services. Again, um, just did a really cool, uh, uh, roll cage, uh, a custom roll cage on a, a side by side. Um, you can find pictures of it over on the, uh, wicked fabrication YouTube or the Facebook page. He also did a whole new body and some other rear end updates and other stuff on Terry Capel's a street stock that looks absolutely pristine. Okay. Absolutely amazing bodywork by Banjo. Um, so yeah, if you guys need any of that kind of work before next racing season, uh, get in touch with us at Wicked Fabrication and we can make your dreams come true. Um, also, Matt, um, I want to shout out Talking Dirt TV. Of course, it is about to get underway. As soon as this podcast wraps, we will be live on the Talking Dirt TV YouTube page. And if you're listening to this on Friday or Saturday, uh, you can go back and rewatch the DOB 410 Sprint Cars live on TDTV. Me and Matt take you through all of the action and crown another winner on season 17 for the series. Big thanks to uh, big thanks to DOB for for coming on board and letting us broadcast all of their stuff. Now, Matt, the uh, the big thing that we want to talk about before we wrap up tonight's show. I'll let you lead into this because you tell me that this is legit. Now, what are we talking Thank about? You. Well, I was trying to lead into this with what we were originally talking about, about uh, how they are putting limited racing on the map. Okay, so I saw a list today. You, They said it was the top 30 best drivers, no BS. I said, I don't care about that. I saw dollar signs. I, that's what I wanted to see. And um, so I'm looking... I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, yes. See, you know, super, super, super. I get down. I can't remember what position. It was like in the low 20s. I seen Dustin Mitchell. I said, what? He, it said he, he's got 10 wins on the year. With a total winnings of, uh, I think it was like around 48. Mm-hmm. But that's impressive. That... The thing that impresses me the most about that is he's able to do that. Re- he's on that list, and he just races regionally. And mostly like limited a, racing of that. Mostly, right. And, like, those guys that are on that list, mm-hmm. most pretty much all of them run either a big regional super series or they run a national touring super series. Right. And here, Matt, I guess we'll run through the list. Um Sounds a little bit different than our list that we put out the other the other week, but yeah, obviously they ranked it they ranked it by winnings, right? Which is a correct way to do it. Um, you could also rank it by wins on a national or even there's regional no, touring scale. There's um, no real way to rank it unless no. you get everybody to one one series, right? Right, and which I say I I did mine really based off feel who I who I think could go to any track and, and, you know, a little bit, a little bit of bias, no bias at all. Did, did you hear Banjo Duke on that list anywhere? I did not. I'm not. See, you're putting words into my mouth. Uh, that's no. what you're telling. That's what you're telling no, me, Matt, is that I, I use bias. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there are super, super drivers that you prefer because you like them. That's all I'm saying. I mean, sure, but. I, want- I don't know. So this um this list here obviously has Davenport number one as he's 
won like over a million and a half dollars this year. So, I mean, it is very permissible that he is number one. Has Chris Madden ranked second, uh, Brandon Overton ranked third, which just with performance, I disagree with, but we'll continue on. Brandon Shepard ranked fourth. Uh, wait, wait, Mc- wait, 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 wait. You what? saying Overton needs to be over Madden? No, Overton needs to be a lot lower on this list than where he's at. Well, they ranked it by total winnings. Exactly, that's what and I'm that's saying. That's just how the now, cookie crumbles. Now, what I just said is based on performance on my list. I'd have him a little bit lower, say at about seven, maybe seven, six, seven. I'd so put McCready over have, Overton right now. Even though he's got, on what, five more wins? Based right now. Because McCready's coming off a really hot streak where he just got that big win at Kokomo. Now, yeah, this I list is before I, that, so you got to add 40 grand to Tim McCready's winnings, and he jumps okay, uh, yeah, Brandon Shepard. So, um, moving on to this list, Bobby Pierce is ranked six on this list. Mike Marler's ranked seventh. Shane Clanton is ranked eighth. Dale McDowell is ranked ninth. And uh, Fergie is ranked tenth. Now, I I agree with this. Because Shane Clanton's a darn good race car driver. Dale McDowell, yep. darn good race car driver. Chris Ferguson, darn good race car driver, has the worst luck of any race car driver in existence. He I has say that the, um, wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly horrible, horrible luck. He has the lowest amount of wins out of the top 24. Well, two of those wins are 50 grand wins, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why he's up there. He, he's won some high caliber races, and that's why that's why I think you know your money wins is got to count in for effect too. Right. But but then here's where it gets weird because right under him in eleventh on this list is Dennis Herb Jr., who is the leader in World of Outlaws points. How do you put a guy with that is leading World of Outlaws in points? has eight wins on the season. How do you put him below a guy that has three wins on the season? Because he and doesn't win win the high-caliber races. I wish he could, or I wish he would. I'm not saying he couldn't, but I wish he would. I pulled for him. But dominating but just, a point yeah. schedule, but dominating in points has to count for something, too. You got to realize... races for points. Well, sure, but a lot of your bigger names are with World of Outlaws. And I mean, that, dude, that's and a that's lot of your I'm, bigger names is with Lucas grand. Oil. A lot of them are right. with XR. Okay, know. okay, hold on, hold it's on, hold spread on, hold out. On. That's what I'm saying. You can't really judge. Here's it. another, another, um, another thing. A a lot of people are split here. Do you prefer which which series? Do you think has a bigger name currently in in racing? Would you prefer World of Outlaws or Lucas Oil? If you asked me this two years ago, it would be Lucas Hall. If you asked me now, this right now, it's Lucas Hall. Right now, I don't know. I really don't. If you ask me this any any day, any time of year, it's Lucas Hall. I've always, I have always considered the Lucas Hall Late Model Dirt Series to be the top, the top the, shelf. The Na- yeah, the NASCAR. The, the, the NASCAR of dirt racing. World of Outlaws is just one tiny peg below it. Now, but the- see, with with because see, all right, look, back in the day, Lucas Oil they were the only ones that had media exposure with Mad right. TV. Right. World of Outlaws didn't have 
really much of nothing. But I mean, now you got dirt vision and it's easier to keep up with, you know, you start seeing more races and you, you see that they're just as good. Well, and, and really it's the same guys racing depending on where they go. And, and a lot of these play, especially the regional guys are going to be the same wherever they go. They're not going to follow these series. But if you look at the people who follow the series, Lucas Oil has some more high profile names, but World of Outlaws is kind of the, you know, the, the make a driver for success. Cause you're looking oh. right now at Tanner English, who's, uh, up there in points, uh, Max Blair, the driver of the 111. Um, all right, all right, another all right one. hold on. What's hold up? On. So you mean to tell me, uh, like, all right, so how many years was Brandon Shepard the number one driver in the nation? Gosh, what, four or five? Right. All right. Now, what series was he running? Was he running those years? Well, it wasn't that he was I, the I, number I, one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're trying to say he was the... The number one driver overall. Now he might have had the most wins. That's but... what dirt on dirt ranked. No, 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 no. Because no. that one year I'm talking about, Brandon Overton had way more many, uh, way more wins than uh, Brandon. Well, Shepard. I still say even through that time that Jonathan Davenport was still top of both of them. Uh, that year, I don't know. Davenport just wasn't as good, as, I guess. But I mean, Somebody Brandon Shepard was on. Yeah, I think I think it was because yeah, this, when, uh, this was the season won... before. Yeah, this was the season before Brandon uh, Overton like absolutely stole okay, every so, win. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Uh, no, it was twenty twenty. I think. I don't know. It was one of those. Could years. Have well, Overton like right after that started going on that streak where he would go to freaking five ten grand to win shows all around the southeast and absolutely dominate before he yeah. decided that he was going to go national with Wells. Um, which honestly, Matt. I think the next driver that's going to be in that position is Dalton Wilson. If they can really figure, if they can, if they can find point on what exactly they need to do, I think Dalton Wilson can be that next guy with Wells that really starts to take over here. All right. Here's another thing. What's Didn't up? you just say that Lucas Oil was the NASCAR of dirt? I did. And he's out there running with them boys. He's, he's doing good out there. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he. Are you trying to say that I'm talking bad about Dalton Wilson or something? I'm not understanding what you're trying to say about him. I'm gonna be honest. I just told you that I think he has potential to be the next Overton type and go on a run of winning. Oh, like, like crazy with Wells. Oh, okay. I thought you meant what? like dominating regional. Well, that too. If he came back regional, he would dominate. Right. Yeah. Now, I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But you also got to contend. I, I also believe that the guy that's dominating regional right now could go national and be competitive as well. You know, like uh, your Zach he Mitchells could. and uh, especially could. Zach. Zach could go national right now and um, and contend. It just depends on how he goes and can adapt to the to the new tracks. I mean, right, um, right. What he did at Sumter, it seemed he, he's got it, but you know, he, he knows a lot of people that race here and got a lot of he information. Had, I don't know how much did. information he could get on these other tracks. Especially when you go up north to the dark dirt right. tracks and right. you know, Georgia tracks. He's good at Sonoya, so I mean yeah. I guess he's good on gumbo clay. Um so, so yeah, yeah, he could. 
He could. So yeah, Matt, that, that list, I, although I don't agree with everything that was on it, I agree with most of the things oh, that were on it. We didn't even What's get up? all the way through it. What rank was, um, yeah, Dustin Mitchell was 26th. Du- yeah, Dustin Mitchell was 26th. Kyle Larson was 27th. Which, I mean, Kyle Larson hasn't driven a dirt late model in a few months he's got, now. He's got two wins. He does Earl, have two wins. Earl Pearson's 25th with one win. Well, he also he won a fifty thousand dollar race, Matt. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, or EPJ is still one of the best of all time. So I mean, I'm not gonna not gonna complain about that. You know, EPJ is probably in the top ten best of all time as far as drivers are concerned. Um, I mean, some others that are on this list. Corey Hedgecock's on this list. Now, um, Matt, I hate to tell you this, but all of his wins are definitely not super wins. Uh, Corey Hedgecock does a lot of six of four and limited racing. Um, He's been doing a lot of super uh, here has. lately, though. Remember, he ran the Southern National Series, won that. So didn't congrats he, to him on that. He won the XR at uh, Bulls Gap, didn't he? XR at Bulls Gap? I mean, Southern yeah, Nationals night- at Bulls Gap? No, XR, the night Scott Blumquist, uh was quick time. Oh, I have no idea. I didn't yeah, even watch I'm pretty that race. sure he. I'm pretty sure he won that race. I didn't even watch that race. How about uh, Ross Bales is on this list as well. Yeah, I'm not seconds. sure when he got a a big big win. He's got five of them. That I that's mean, what that I'm could saying. But I don't. 10K. Right. It that, that it, it very 10K. well could be. Um, Jacob Hawkins <laughs> on this K's list. Add up. <laughs> the, yeah, them them ten Ks add up very very quickly. So yeah, I mean that's pretty much the gist of the list. The last guy on here is Mark Whitener won just a couple of races in the big frog car this year and has won a lot of uh, crate stuff and whatnot in his own rides um, outside of this. So yeah. And another interesting thing, Matt, you and I were in a text conversation earlier um, and you were telling me like, cause I made the point that I would rather base it off of wins at a national level. And, and you were responding as like, well, if we did a regional one, Justin Mintz would be number one. And no. I was like, no, 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 no. Sure. All right. Hold on. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, no. All right. Here's what I was getting at. If you said it should be ranked off of wins, and I said, well, if that's the case, if Justin Mintz goes out and wins every single race at Sumter, would he be on the list? Because that's what I was going off of what you said to me. Well, and I told you, if we're doing, you know, by in-state late model drivers or even regionally, sure, because wins are still wins. But um, but she really would have to factor in whether it's at one track, whether it's at multiple tracks there. Well, see, all right, so what Dirt on Dirt does is they have your top um, local drivers, your top regional drivers, and right. a couple other divisions. Uh, Justin was in the top um, regional last year think Austin might have uh if not I know he was probably in the local um had a couple other people too I think Dalton Hodge was in the local Dalton was but, on there um, Banjo was in regional yeah. uh, there was a lot of stuff David's been on there for a while and I bet you this is the first time in like four years that David's not on any of the lists shoot James ought to be on there uh for the local next year James could James very well could. Well, yeah, man, that, that's what I'm kind of interested to see because uh, Dirt on Dirt usually releases that um, 
uh, the end of the year. So I'm, I'm excited to see which of our, you know, Sumter guys make that list. Um, as far as late models go, uh, obviously I'm, I'm not really expecting James to be on it per se, but I think he that will. would be nice. Uh, you'll see he's only, he's got two wins, but there's people in there all the time with just two wins. I don't know how many, you know, people that are dirt on dirt contributors are really seeing James just yet. He's got a little ways to go. What, um, and hopefully next year is going to be a big step for, for him. And hopefully next year is a big step for you too. So you might can make the list. Now, um, a, a couple of guys that do race at Sumter, obviously Justin should make the list. Austin should make the list. Um, who else? Let's see here. Who else might make that list? That races at Sumter. I'm not really sure if anybody else is definitely making it because they've, uh, <laughs> they've, those two have dominated all season. If I really think about it. Now that- I'm excited, uh, Justin and Austin. Oh yeah, That'll now, be I'm reasonable. excited here in just a um, just a couple of weeks. Matt Sumter Speedway, we kick back up Carolina Clash Super Late Model Series. Um, yeah, and obviously Carolina Clash, they are racing this weekend over at Fayetteville. Uh, before you ask, no, we won't be there. Unfortunately, I got some real world stuff going on uh, with the with the racing crew. But um, Carolina Clash at Sumter, the Third annual Ed and Slick Gibbons Memorial. This is Little Ed, Mr. Slick. Their memorial race that we started a couple of years ago after Mr. Slick's passing. Um, hey, I'm gosh. not going to be able to race it. I well, was looking forward well, to racing it. Oh, well. Yeah, maybe you can uh, come up there and watch it with us at least. But it's always a huge event at Sumter. Expecting a big turnout. A lot of money on the line. I think we're going to... It starts out as, I believe, a, 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 a Carolina Clash regular base pay of 4000 to win. But we add in some bonuses and ends up being fifty oh seven to win, which is paying tribute to both of their um Eight. both of their race car numbers. Of course, Mr. Slick drove the uh the number fifty car way back in the day. And then Little Ed, obviously, uh the that famous uh number of seven. Um so yeah, really excited for them to uh to be honored at Sumter here in just a couple of weeks. But again, coming up this weekend, uh Carolina Clash at Fayetteville. Uh, I think Lakeview's off this weekend. Lancaster's off for now. Uh, Cherokee Speedway not racing. Traveler's Rest has a big, big event. Uh, big money up in the street stocks over at TR. Um, I believe there's a couple other places racing here in the southeast, but not nothing super close. So about TR and and Fayetteville are really your, your only options to go catch some racing. But uh, hey, sit back and relax. There's some XR Super Series racing going on. Lucas Oil. World of Outlaws, they are all in full swing as we get towards uh, the end of the year. But race fans, um, I guess this is going to wrap up this episode of the Talking Dirt Podcast. A little bit rushed. I know we're a day late, but we're trying to get this in real quick before we have to go live for the uh, the DOB 410 Sprint Cars. That, of course, on Talking Dirt TV. So make sure you head over to YouTube.com forward slash Talking Dirt TV and, uh, and check us out there. You can also check us out on Facebook. Follow us at Talk of Dirt. You can check out Matt at Matt. Um, and obviously my handle, as I just said, at Talking Dirt. So I guess with that said, um, for my partner, Mr. Matt Bridgen, I've been Ryan Williams. We'll catch you in the next one when we come back to Talk Some Dirt next Thursday. See you.